Welcome to The Honest Report, a weekly podcast analyzing media coverage of the Arab-Israeli conflict, anti-Semitism, and radical Islamic terrorism. Violence escalating between Israel and the Palestinians, hundreds of rockets fired from Gaza toward Israel, people running for cover. We start the show with the breaking news that has been coming in. Israeli police are saying that at least seven people have been injured in a car ramming and stabbing attack in Tel Aviv. Hundreds of rockets fired from Gaza towards Israel. People running for cover on this Tel Aviv beach as their defense systems blew rockets out the sky. Here's your host, Rob Walker. It happens like clockwork. Whenever tensions rise in the Middle East, as they did in the spring of 2021 between Israel and Hamas, the Gaza-based Islamist terrorist group, incidents of anti-Semitism spike around the world. But that doesn't mean anti-Semitism ceases to exist other times, or even that it remains dormant. Indeed, across the world from North America and particularly in Europe, though statistics vary, Jews are targeted disproportionately to their population. In some European cities, Jews are often encouraged to hide symbols of their Jewish identity. In Germany, one person has decided that's unacceptable. Tobias Reckovic, a non-Jewish educator in Western Germany, specializing in German history and mathematics, has become an unlikely ally to the Jewish community. In recent years, he has begun donning a Star of David, a widely recognizable Jewish symbol in an act of solidarity. In this week's podcast, we sit down with Tobias to discuss his small act of showing support for the Jewish community, the response from Jews and the wider public alike, and his take on what prompted him to take up the cause of advocating for European Jews. Welcome to the Honest Report Podcast. Tobias Rekoved, welcome to the Honest Report Podcast. Thank you. Um, we are very excited to uh, to be speaking with you Um you are you're in Toronto right now uh, for a visit, but you are a secondary school teacher uh, in Western Germany, uh, where you teach German uh, history as well as math. Um, but one of the things that you've done is in solidarity with the Jewish community in Germany, and I suppose more broadly in the European Union, you consistently and and publicly wear uh, the Megen David, the, the Star of David, the Jewish star um, in your daily life. Uh, what's that all about, Tobias? Why do you do that? Yes, so maybe uh, I need to start a little bit earlier. Um, I uh, While I was studying history at university, um, I visited an actual trial against a former SS guard um, there was, uh, there were, there have been uh, several trials in the last 10, 15 years, and uh, I went there because it was a public trial, and uh, I was thinking about um, uh, writing a paper for university about this trial, and um, on the day of the verdict, I met Bill Gleed, a survivor from Toronto, and his family there. And we spoke and I asked if perhaps a telephone interview would be possible to talk with him about his story and his experience um, being part uh, of such a trial in Germany. And they invited me to Toronto. Um, So first of all, that was a wonderful start to a very close friendship to um, the Gleed and his family. And uh, three months later, I took the flight to Toronto and I spent two weeks here. And um, it was an 
incredible experience because I, I had the chance to uh, interview several survivors here from Toronto, uh, but I also spoke to their family members, the second and the third generation, and it's also uh, sensitized me to the rise of anti-Semitism in the present time. It made me think a lot about it. It uh, made me read a lot about it. And then I recognized that many Jews and also Jewish friends of mine uh, don't share signs of Judaism uh, or uh, refer to Israel in public uh, because they have to be afraid that uh, they're insulted, um, attacked uh, or things like that. And so I decided to wear the Magen David in public, not as a sign of, uh, of identity or something like that. I'm not Jewish, um, but as an act of uh, solidarity with my Jewish friends uh, who unfortunately um, cannot wear that in public without expecting bad experiences. Now, let's back up for a moment. What prompted you to attend the uh, the trial of the SS, um, you know, individual uh, in the uh, in the first place? Was it was it uh, an act of curiosity, or were you already involved or or, or interested, I suppose, in uh, in Jewish issues and Israel issues at that time? No, at that time uh, it was uh, simply curiosity because I wanted to figure out how I can uh, write. Um, my paper about this topic. I wanted to speak with the people there, the people visiting the trial, the people um, involved in the trial, and then I met Bill <laughs> and his family. And at, at what time, when you were attending this trial, were you already aware of some of the the issues that you touched on, Tobias, in terms of, uh, you know, faced by uh, Jews when they publicly identify as such uh, in the EU, or did that come later? That came later. So I was aware that, that there still is anti-Semitism, of course. Um, but I, to be honest, I had no idea how big uh, the impact and the influence of uh, anti-Semitism is uh, on the daily life today. When did you begin wearing the uh, the Star of David? How long ago was that? In fall of 2019. And so... I mean, tell us about, uh, you know, the reactions that uh, that you get in, in, in school, walking down the street at the supermarket. Uh, what, How is life different uh, wearing that when you wear it? Um, there are there were several uh, different uh, situations. So when, when I went uh, outside, uh, there were people uh, spitting in front of me on the ground or uh, yelling Free Palestine at me just because I was wearing a Magin David. Um, but also people who were just curious, who asked me uh, if I'm Jewish, um, I think because uh, many of them haven't uh, met a Jew in person. <laughs> uh, for some people, uh, Jews are like aliens. They have never met anyone and just read about them in the newspaper or in history books. And uh, so I had students who were uh, very interested, but I also had, uh, for example, some years ago, I had a situation with a student from grade seven who uh, went to my desk and asked me uh, if I'm Jewish and uh, that I that I don't look Jewish. <laughs> uh, but it, uh, I think the most impressive experience for me myself was that it changed the way how I felt while moving in public. It changed the way how I moved in public. 
Um, because even if nothing happens, I was always prepared um, or expecting that something could happen. So I uh, was uh, very, um, very aware of, uh, I very looked um, around me. How are people uh, talking to me? How are people uh, looking at me? Are they looking mad or angry? Are they looking friendly? When I took a train, for example, uh, where do I sit uh, at the train station? Where is the next police officer where I could go to when something would happen? And um, yeah, it's, uh, it's, I have to say it's such an uncomfortable feeling, not because I wear the Star of David, but because um, there's all, always this kind, yeah, this kind of feeling of anxious anxiety uh, anxiety or um, the thought uh, that could anything could happen uh, in the next few minutes. Now, in the last four years, um, have you noticed any, any kind of change? You know, for example, in 2021, in May, when there was the war with Gaza, uh, or war in Gaza between Israel and Hamas, um, did you notice a, a change in temperament, uh, in, in behavior that, uh, that you saw? Yeah, uh, absolutely. Uh, so the, let me say the number of incidents, uh, I experienced, uh, rose in, in this, uh, in this time. Um, for example, one day I was wearing, uh, a East world t-shirt. It, it was just a normal tourist t-shirt. So it had no a uh, political message or something like that. It was just the word Israel with the Israeli flag and that, that was it. And I was uh, I was walking in the city and a guy passed me um, and yelled at me, Israel doesn't exist and uh, yeah, Israel is, a, is an oppressor and he followed me for some meters, kept on yelling at me. I ignored that, um, but... Um, I think that made him stop, that I wasn't reacting at all, uh, but it was a very uncomfortable situation. Have you had issues of physical threats to you where people have uh, assaulted you or attempted to? Uh, not yet. So only only um, verbal attacks, um, but not physically. Now, how often are we, are we talking? I mean, there are headlines, of course, that we read... Um, uh, here in North America, we we read about uh, such incidents. But are, are we talking? You know, if you were to wear it, it's it's you know, it's every day, it's every month, it's every six months. I mean, how how frequent are the kind of incidents where somebody will verbally cost you? Uh, as and I'm not talking a funny look, but uh, you know, a verbal uh, assault uh, in relation to you wearing the Star of David. Um, it's it's very different, but on uh, the average. Uh... I would say uh, once a month. You said uh, sometimes people will come up to you um, and notice your Star of David and use it as a, an opportunity to ask you questions in a positive way. Um, how often does that happen, Tobias? Um, uh, also quite often. Uh, most of the time these are students in school. That's that, Often that's a, a good opportunity to have really uh, interesting and good discussions. That happens as well, yeah. And so, what have your, what have you learned in the last four years? Uh, is this something that you're going to be doing, you know, long term uh, in in solidarity and support, or 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 is there uh, 
you know, there are time where it's come to an end uh, to to wear this publicly. Um, no, I don't think so. I will keep on doing this. Um, so I see it as an as an uh, act of solidarity and as my little part of making it normal uh, to wear that in public. And I think uh, until it will be normal, that's still a long way. So I think <laughs> I will uh, keep on wearing the Maginda lead for quite a long time. Now, how what's the response been among your your Jewish friends and uh, and peers in terms of has it made them more you know comfortable wearing uh, wearing external symbols or being more confident about uh, showing it or or has that uh, not taken place? Uh, so first of all, I, I wasn't sure um, if it's okay to wear a Magen David as a non-Jew. Uh, so I spoke to uh, a lot of Jewish friends, especially here from Toronto, and uh, they said it's it's a very good idea. They were impressed. Um, I, I just wanted to make sure that it's not interpreted as uh, cultural appropriation or something like that, um, because that's not my intention. And uh, the reaction were very positive. So so what I think uh, about wearing a Magendavit is. I will not uh, change convinced anti-Semites, anti-Semites by that. Uh, I will not make an Israel hater and Israel lover overnight by that. Um, but my experience is that it has been very empowering for uh, my Jewish friends, for parts of the Jewish community. I can give you a little example. Um, this year, I went on the March of the Living as a guest of the uh, Canadian Young Adult Delegation. And I also uh, visited the, uh, the, the younger group, the high school kids. And after I told my story there, that was in Jerusalem, and my friend who was a chaperone of that group told me that after they, they heard my, my story and my reasons why I'm wearing a mug and David, the next day, all the boys of uh, this group, so really everyone, went to a store in Jerusalem and bought uh, Magin David and they uh, wore it for the rest of the trip. Um, so it's 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 kind of um, yeah, it's it's it, it empowers Jews, it empowers young Jews uh, to show that proudly that it's nothing to be ashamed of um, or to be afraid of. And uh, I think that's even if that's it, <laughs> uh, that's uh, that's a big uh, success. Now, you know, one of the questions uh, that that I wanted to ask is, in terms of the the negative reactions and 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 the you know the verbal assaults. Although I'm very heartened to hear that it's only once a month. That's really you know not as often. I you know I thought you were going to say perhaps daily, but um, are, is the response about you know when you're getting yelled at. Um, is it about Jewish or how often is it related to Israel, right? Where you're just wearing a Star of David for all the person knows you've never been to Israel. Um, you have no political views on Israel per se. Um, but how often is the assault that's that's lobbied towards you related to Israel specifically? Most of the time. And I think, I don't know, about 80, 90% it's referred to Israel. Interesting. In your experience, are most of the people who are, you know, assaulting you verbally, is it, uh, is this sort of a, a neo-Nazi or a far right, or is this in a, 
uh, you know, an extremist Islamist view of it. What are the, it's hard to sometimes uh, understand fully when it's a brief interaction, but to the best of your, your idea, where, where are these people coming from sort of when they yell at you? What's the, what's the motivation? All motivations that you can find in anti-Semitism. So there, uh, I had experiences with uh, neo-Nazis. I had experiences with uh, leftists, with people from the, or we, we would say, the middle of the society. Um, experience with um, Arabic anti-Semitism. So it, it's all kind of. Well, uh, Tobias, thank you so much for, for joining me and uh, really enjoyed the conversation today. And, and, and thank you for your, uh, your acts of solidarity on, uh, on behalf of the Jewish community. Thank you for the invitation. Thanks a lot. And that's today's edition of the Honest Report podcast. If you haven't done so yet, please subscribe to our mailing list, our podcast channel, and follow us on social media for the most up-to-date news. If you like what you've heard, please consider a donation to support our continued efforts at www.honestreporting.ca slash donate. Until next time, thank you so much for listening.